do, Frank Mitchell. Um, we have in the District 3, running for state Senate, as a Republican, running against uh, Delegate Karen Lewis-Young, Angela McIntosh. And I'm trusting she's with us, right, Frank? Angela! I'm here! Angela. Oh, yes, good Hi. afternoon. Thank you for getting in touch with us. We thank you for calling in. And we want to know, I want to know more about, because I already know, but I want Frank to know, a little bit more about you and why are you running for Senate in the state of Maryland? Well, um, I've, uh, I, have a, my mili- my, I have a military past, and I did work for the federal government. And I've been in Maryland, uh, it's been uh, around 20 years, probably a little bit more than that. And so I've been in, in Frederick that entire time. So um, um, I have roots here in Frederick. Um, you know, my, uh, uh, my church is here in Frederick. And, and um, so I decided to to run for office because as as events began to continually unfold, uh, particularly, um, uh, you know, the events of the pandemic, uh, I got very concerned, concerned enough that I felt like I just couldn't just sit around and just talk about these issues anymore, that, you know, I was going to have to try to step in and, and make a difference and so that's what's brought me to this position that I'm in today. Ms. Well, uh, McIntosh, before we get into uh, some of the issues, we ask every candidate to uh, uh, define your ge- geographic uh, region, just so everybody knows who is in your district, uh, if they actually are in your district. Like, uh, where, what does it encompass? Okay, so my district encompasses the city of Frederick, and it encompasses Frederick County as far East as Oakdale Elementary, as far north as Monocacy Elementary, as far west as Orchard Grove, and as far south as Urbana Regional Library. Very good. Now, I see uh, you have experience in the military. You served in our military 13 years, honorably discharged. You have a master's degree. And uh, what, uh, you know, Angela, when, when people start to run for office, they usually don't jump to the state senate. They usually come in at a, um, you know, a delegate level or maybe a county council level. What made you decide to go up against uh, uh, the state senate seat? Well, I tell you, when I looked at the races that were, um, that had open seats, I saw that there were some good candidates for the delegate seats. There were good candidates for um, the county level seats, good candidates for the school board uh, uh, level seats. But the uh, the only seat in my district that nobody seemed to be challenging was the Senate level seat. And so I threw my name in the hat for that seat because, um, you know, I, I wasn't happy with the representation that you know, we're getting from that seat. Yes. Um, there seems to be a political dynasty that has settled into that seat that uh, I disagree with. And so, um, you know, after, after considering that and also just considering the fact that what qualifies a person, in, in my opinion, more than anything, what qualifies a person to be effective in a in political office is number one, they bring character to that office. 
it doesn't really matter what you know. If you have bad character, you're just going to get in the office and do a lot of a lot of things that's going to, going to hurt a lot of people. Um, so you, that character needs to be in place, um, and you need to have common sense. You know, you just need to be able to look at a couple uh, at options at a very basic level, the common sense level. You need to be able to make a decent decision. Uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, in, in, in response to whatever that issue is in front of you. Once you understand that, it, it doesn't really seem so daunting. And uh-huh. so that's why I'm running. Well, speaking of issues, you uh, had mentioned uh, one. Let's uh, start with that. You said one of the incentives to uh, running was uh, the way the pandemic was uh, handled in uh, Maryland. Tell us more. Well, the, the, the pandemic was, was, was not handled well. Um, the pandemic, specifically, Article 44 of the Maryland Constitution was violated. Um, Article 44 provides that even during times of emergency, that the people's uh, constitutional rights and freedoms cannot be violated even during times of emergencies. And so when the government stepped in and the government single-handedly shut down businesses, decided which business should be open and which should not, and did that arbitrarily, by the way, decided that houses of worship must be shut down and, and just decided that people had to stay home in their houses. That was government overreach. I like to make the point that this is not the first pandemic that ever occurred in, this, in the history of the, uh, of, of the world or in the history of this nation. We have dealt with other pandemics. So um, people should have been allowed to confer with their physicians. You know, after an initial period of time when, you know, we, we were trying to figure out what was going on, I would give the government a little grace and uh, saying, okay, everyone, just hunker down for a minute. Let us get, let us wrap our arms around this thing. Let us figure out what this thing is all about because we want to keep everyone safe. That seems reasonable to me. But month after month after month until it stretched into years, you know, people were forced into their homes. They were, uh, their businesses were shut down for some permanently. um, And people were mandated to get a vaccine irrespective of their, their present health condition condition. That was that was excessive. That was tyrannical. People should have been allowed to confer with their physicians and figure out a health plan that would work for them, that would keep them and the people around them safe. I say again, I remind everyone, we have dealt with pandemics before. So that we should it should have been handled much differently. And and I want to make sure I want to make sure that the government never again does this to, to people because, you know, if we tolerate this now and it becomes normalized, then there's going to be a time when the government is going to mandate everything about your life. And that's called communism. That's called tyranny. We've got to guard against that. And I don't believe we have a person in our district in office that safeguarded us against that, and and there's other other things that um, that um, that representation didn't do well. 
but they that representation definitely did not do that well. All right, we're going to take some more uh, questions to you. Um, and Angela Ariel McIntosh running for in the Republican as a Republican, the District Three Maryland State Senate. Um, Angela, what are you doing? You're in a very heavily, I think, Democratic district. It looks like, as far as voter turnout, uh, what what are you doing to uh, get the word out, so to speak? Well, I am going out to um, introduce myself to the voters. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm distributing literature. I'm putting my signs up. Uh, but what I'm hoping is that people uh, who just simply want to return to uh, freedom and common sense will vote for me and, and not get, you know, stuck on party labels. Uh, it's it's for, for the good of all of us, I think we need to look beyond party labels and, and look at where the, where the candidates stand on the issue. Not only that, but look at what the current representation has already done. Uh, you know, it kind of doesn't – I once heard somebody say that, you know, uh, just because you, you stand in a, in a garage, that, that doesn't make you a car. Right. You know, so uh, we, we can label ourselves any kind of way that we want to label ourselves. But the, the, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in what has been done. That shows the people, it demonstrates to everybody what we're all about. So now I haven't been in politics before, so I don't have a political record to offer to everybody, and I understand that. But I also um, just want everyone to understand that, you know, I am, you know, pro-military. I, yes. I am pro-freedom. I'm pro-America. My entire career has been in service in some some way, shape, or form uh, to the United States. And I disagree with the current leadership. And the current lead, the current representation, the current leadership, does have a record that we can look at. And uh, people need to consider that now, very uh, seriously. Let me. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but when you talk about the current leadership, are you talking nationally or about the uh, Maryland State House? I'm talking about my opponent. Okay. You know, I, I, I'm, yeah, I, there, she has a record. And so uh, we we need to look at what she's already done. Why, when voters and, and go to the uh, go to the decision making process, when when voters go to vote, why should they choose you over your opponent, uh, Karen Lewis Young, who is uh, running to succeed the current occupant, Ron Young, who has been in the state senate for a while there, her husband. Yeah. Well, well, well. Let's 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 answer that question thoroughly. Let's answer answer why they should continue voting for more of the same. You know, my opponent has made Maryland more dangerous uh, through her support of bills like SB 494, SB 202, SB 652. She crippled law enforcement with anti-police legislation and helped release mass murderers. Uh, As we suffered through the pandemic, she helped to override the governor's veto to force $100 million in new taxes on Marylanders through taxing digital download services. Now, I am, I'm, I'm pro-law enforcement. I'm pro-safe schools. I'm pro-safe streets. I'm pro-low taxes. You know, taxes are necessary for the government. I think we all know that. The government does not make money. The government only collects money so that it can function. And the government properly functions when it provides for the common defense of the people, 
when it ensures and restores law and order, when it builds and maintains infrastructure for the common good of the people, such as roads and electricity. When the government does those things, the government is acting properly, and the government, government needs money to do those things. But when the government starts reaching into our pockets and taking money out unnecessarily, the government is now robbing us. When the government stops protecting us from criminals and actually favors legislation that, that helps the criminal and harms the police, the government is not functioning as it ought to function. So what I'm saying is I disagree with how the government is functioning. The, as a citizen, I came to this position as a citizen, not as a politician. So as a citizen, I, I am running to correct these wrongs, to write, to have the government, to, to, to do my part to help the government function as it ought to function. In the bills that you uh, said there, you, SB bills, uh, they're Senate bills. Uh, did uh, Karen Lewis Young uh, support those in the House and then in the Senate? Is that what you're saying? Right. So, so she, whatever House version of it it was, she supported those bills that eventually went through. Okay. And this is the most important part. Uh, Angela, how does one get a hold of you? How does one support your campaign? And uh, how do we find out more about how you? How do we find out more about you? And your views? Well, uh, I have a website, citizensformacintosh.com. That's citizens, the number four, macintosh.com. Um, I have a, a Facebook page. Uh, if you just Google uh, my name and Facebook, it should come right up. And um, and I, you know, um, I have a PO box, PO three six four. If you want to send any donations to that, or you want to, I don't know, you you want to uh, <laughs> correspond with me <laughs> through my PO box. Although you can do that through my website. But anyway, those are those are the ways that um, you can you can reach me. And you can, um, or and you can read up, read up more about me, find out more about me. Well, I thank you for taking time. We appreciate you. We want to uh, wish you the very best in the election. And of course, if there's issues, something comes up between now and then, please get back to us. And uh, what we tell our candidates: Good luck, Angela. Thank you for stepping up and running for office. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. We're coming right back.